Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right, let's get this show on the road! Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go, woo! This is the Ike Wingate Show. Top of the morning, everyone. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to another day, another show. Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. So glad you're here. It's all being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479-253-1234. Celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, and more coming up this hour. Next hour, is comedy dead? Are you even allowed to tell jokes anymore? Stranger Than Fiction features a short-sighted convict and a really odd new trend in funerals. All that and more is coming up today, plus your outdoor moment in the 8 o'clock hour. Thanks for being here, and good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. It is time for Celebrity Birthdays here on August 3rd. Ryan Lochte, swimmer, 39. Remember he had that... It was like a hoax about a uh, him being jumped or something like that when they were in Brazil, wasn't that? Anyway, uh, Mamie Gummer, Meryl Streep's daughter, is 40 today. She's an actress, too. Worked together uh, with her mom on Ricky and the Flash. Hannah Simone, Zoe Deschanel's best friend Cece on New Girl, is 43. Evangeline Lilly, who played Kate on Lost, is 44. Tom Brady... 46 today, Michael Ely from Sleeper Cell. 50. Spinderella of Salt and Peppa is 52. Isaiah Washington, who was Chancellor Jaha on the 100, is 60. James Hetfield, the singer from Metallica, is 60. John C. McGinley, who played Dr. Cox on Scrubs, is 64. Jay North. The original Dennis the Menace from back in the 1960s is 72 today. Yeah, Dennis the Menace is 72. John Landis, the director of Animal House, is 73. Martha Stewart, 82 today. And Martin Sheen is 83. It's National Watermelon Day today, in case you wanted to know. In 1492, Christopher Columbus set sail for the Orient from Palos, Spain, with his three ships, the Nina, the Penta, and the Santa Maria, and ended up, well, you know, in America. In 1949, the NBA was formed when the Basketball Association of America merged with the National Basketball League. In 1966, Lenny Bruce overdosed on morphine and died at the age of 40. In 1971, Ringo Starr received a gold record for It Don't Come Easy. He wrote the tune himself. In 1974, Jeff Skunk Baxter quit Steely Dan and joined the Doobie Brothers. In 1977, Star Wars characters 
C-3PO and R2-D2 and Darth Vader added their cement footprints at Man's Chinese Theater in Hollywood. Mary Lou Retton won the gold medal in the individual all-around event in women's gymnastics at the Olympics in L.A. in 1984. In 1993, just watched uh, the Last Dance documentary again about Michael Jordan. Uh, This happened on this date in 1993 when the body of his father, James Jordan, was found in a South Carolina creek 11 days after he was killed. Just a terrible terrible thing. All righty. Patsy Cline received her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1999. The Princess Diaries movie released on this date in 2001 with Anne Hathaway and Julie Andrews. And the pedestal of the Statue of Liberty was reopened to tourists on this day in, in 2004 for the first time since the attacks of September 11th, 2011. The rest of the statue was reopened five years later in 2009. Those are your celebrity birthdays. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. First up, birds don't live in nests. Nests are just where they keep their eggs. Birds sleep perched on roosting spots in trees. Huh. Never really thought of it, but... uh, The nest is not where the bird lives, it's just where it keeps their eggs. Interesting, okay. Space Mountain cost $20 million to build at Disneyland in 1977. Disneyland itself cost $17 million to build in 1955. They spent more than that on just the the one ride. It would cost a lot more today, I can tell you that. Rochester, New York was nicknamed the Flower City. In the 1800s, flour, like uh, what you use for baking, F-L-O-U-R. And also the flour city, as in the flour, F-L-O-W-E-R, because it had a mill industry and because of its flour seed trading industry. So it had the same, the flour and the flour city. Okay, that is definitely random. The first variation of Cheerios was Cinnamon Nut Cheerios in 1976. They didn't, uh, they didn't really, uh, yeah, they didn't take off. But Honey Nut Cheerios sure did when they came out three years later in 1979. And your final random fact. Aaron Burr raised $2 million in 1799. Man, that must have been, that had to be, I wonder how much that would be today. That had to be like a couple bill. Anyway, he raised $2 million in 1799 to start a company to provide clean water to New York City, but he used almost all the money to start a bank instead. Those are your random facts. Good morning. Good morning, my dear friends. Thank you for being here. Happy Thursday to you. The show being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Just uh, by way of reminder, coming up today in the 8 o'clock hour, Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors is going to get us our outdoor moment, so make sure you are going to be around for that now let's get a look at your headlines from around the globe fitch stripped the u.s of its top credit rating the downgrade is the first by a major ratings firm in 12 years evidence that frequent political skirmishes over the federal government's finances are clouding the outlook for the 25 trillion dollar global market for treasuries they are a safe haven security offering nearly uh, offering nearly risk-free returns and a critical benchmark for returns on stocks and other 
bonds. Donald Trump's legal woes may have deepened, but his political standing in the GOP remains quite high. Core Republican voters and key uh, lawmakers are again sticking by the former president who was indicted uh, earlier this week on charges that he was responsible for efforts to reverse his 2020 election defeat and then prompting the January 6, 2021 capital attack, allegedly. However, the new indictment divided the GOP field running against Trump for the party's 2024 presidential nomination. He is the current front runner. Private equity and hedge funds are bracing for what could be the biggest regulatory challenge in years to their business of managing money for deep-pocketed investors. The SEC is preparing to adopt a rule package as soon as this month, aiming to bring greater transparency and competition to multi-trillion dollar private funds, the private funds industry. SEC Chair Gary Gensler has said he hopes to bring down fees and expenses that cost hundreds of billions of dollars a year. Since new rules were proposed last year, representatives of private equity, hedge funds, and venture capital have met frequently with regulators to try to dissuade them, according to SEC meeting logs. And the U.S. The United Auto Workers, the UAW, said car companies' costly EV transition won't change its demands. The union wants wage increases and job security as labor talks with General Motors, Ford, and Jeep maker Stellantis get underway in Detroit. Auto executives would like flexibility to shift more factory worker to electric vehicles, a potential threat to unionized jobs. UAW President Sean Fain shared 10 core demands during a Facebook live stream yesterday. Those are your headlines from around the globe. Good morning. Good morning to you. I got a question for you. Is comedy dead? Are you even allowed to tell jokes anymore? It seems like these uh, funny things that people say are just off off color now, according to some, that uh, it's just not not prudent anymore, not, not kosher, not, uh, not allowed. That's according to a recent survey. Is it because the jokes have gotten worse? I don't think so. Or is it because people are just so easily offended? Someone polled 6,000 Americans, and in general, we think people just can't take a joke these days. It's a mixed bag, though. 35% said we can't take a joke anymore. 22% think the real problem is too many jokes about off-color topics. And 31% said both are true. 68% of people said they think that we're more likely to be offended than we were a decade ago. 12% said less likely. Are you kidding me? Have you not been in society in the last 10 years yeah i think we're very easily offended these days and i would hate to make a living being a comedian because uh, the parameters are just so small these days i'm not saying all jokes are funny or there aren't inappropriate jokes out there sure but shouldn't people still be allowed to tell those jokes isn't that what free speech is all about. I mean, people get canceled for telling jokes. You know, otherwise, okay, well, you don't like the joke, don't don't watch the comedian anymore. It seems kind of simple to me. Uh, but 42% of us out there uh, say that it's never okay to joke about anything that people might find offensive. Even though young people are called snowflakes a lot, boomers were actually the most likely to agree with that. 38 percent of us think any topic is okay to joke about but half of those people say it depends on the spirit of the joke and whether it's funny or not i mean yeah you can tell i think you you can get away with a lot more if it's funny right but that's the whole thing comedy in a lot of ways 
says something that people think, but they're too afraid to say it. And so, but it's done in a funny way. So I I don't know. I, I think a lot of good comedy could be looked at as offensive. I'm not talking about people going out there and just dropping a bunch of, you know, F-bombs or something like that. Like, that's 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 cheap comedy, you know? That's 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 not really clever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when there's a subject matter that uh, is very funny when you uh, actually point out maybe some of the weirdness about it or the hypocrisy with it or the double standard with it or something like that. It's funny, but... Some people say you just aren't allowed to tell jokes about stuff that might offend somebody. I'm not saying going out and trying to purposely offend somebody, but it's so hard to have comedy that doesn't have some kind of a risk of offending someone. And that's the whole thing where even jokes about yourself, you should be able to laugh about, I think. Find the humor in it. It's comedy. Life's too short. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, some people can spend their time in prison working to change the trajectory of their lives, and others just don't seem to get it. In an epic story of a short-sighted person, a 21-year-old man in Mississippi escaped from a correctional facility last August. He was doing a seven-year sentence for aggravated assault, but he was expected to be released in just a couple months. After he fled the prison, he broke into a nearby home, held three people at gunpoint for hours, then he stole a car from one of the hostages, then crashed it. The police later found him hiding in a trash can and rearrested him. So instead of serving just a couple more months, just a matter of days, he ended up having to serve another 40 years. I tell you what, that's called being short-sighted, kids. Just get past what is in front of you. Think about the long term, not just what is happening today. That is Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. Good morning to you. Thanks for being here. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com. Well, the Barbie craze is here upon us with this uh, Barbie movie. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. I have heard, uh, you know, some people say that it was okay or it was pretty good, especially ladies. Uh, I will not be seeing it, but uh, it has inspired some strange behavior. Maybe we should call up uh, Nelson Funeral Service, see if Bobby is uh, is offering pink caskets. That's right. The Barbie movie has inspired people to start choosing pink Barbie-themed caskets. Wow. Uh, a funeral home in Mexico is offering them as a way to, quote, rest like Barbie. Yeah, RLB, rest like Barbie. Uh, okay, and then they're also catching on elsewhere in Mexico, as well as other Latin American countries like El Salvador. So not sure if it's come to the United States or even the state of Arkansas or Carroll County, uh, but I'm sure if you wanted a Barbie casket, I'm sure I'm sure Nelson Funeral Service could get it for you. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they would. They, they'll do just about anything you need to make this <laughs> what would you say this occasion I don't know that sounds kind of weird anyway whatever it is to help you rest easy they would do it which would probably include getting a Barbie casket I'm sure now what about the Ken casket that's a whole nother question good morning
And a very pleasant good morning to you. It is time now for our Outdoor Moment with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. Being brought to you by our good friends at Arkansas Elite Welding Academy. You know, you could end up becoming a professional welder in just three months. Arkansas Elite Welding Academy is a private trade school less than two hours away in Quitman, Arkansas, with individualized training and decades of instructor experience. That's going to give you a realistic on-the-job environment with the most sought-after skills in the industry. Tours are available on most Thursdays at 9.30. Visit their website for more information, ArkansasEWA.com, or give them a call and tell them that you heard it on the Ike Wingate Show. Their number is 1-833-ELITE-10. That's 833-ELITE-10. All right, Chase, come on in here. Good morning to you. Well, good morning, Ike. It's a nice Thursday morning here in the Ozarks. We had a really hot week this week, and that's going to be a little bit of a contributing factor to the topic I'm going to touch on this morning, which is the movement of snakes during the evening and nighttime hours. Um, I've personally seen several snakes moving across the roadways uh, the last couple weeks of the evenings, and then myself and my family have run into two copperheads on our property around our house while we've been out doing our evening chores this week. Um, I want everybody to be aware of this. You know, like I said, it's evening and nighttime. They're being more active. The daytime temperatures are a contributor to this. You know, even though snakes are cold-blooded, they still like to maintain a body temperature of around 86 degrees. So they're not going to be out in the middle of the day when the sun's, you know, baking at 100 degrees. They're going to be in cool, shaded areas, uh, not moving as, as promptly as they will during the evening hours. Also, their prey is more likely to move during the evening hours when it's cooler. So they'll be out looking for prey. The Venomous snakes is what I'm really concerned about right now, wanting to tell people to watch for. And we have several in northwest Arkansas and southwest Missouri. We have copperheads, pygmy rattlesnakes, timber rattlesnakes, also known as velvet tail rattlesnakes, and cottonmouths. We do have coral snakes in Arkansas, but not in the northwest corner and the southwest corner of Missouri. That being said, the most common snake bite, venomous snake bite in our area this time of the year is the copperhead. They're probably the most common venomous snake you'll encounter out in your yard or while you're working. And they're on average fairly small snakes. Most copperheads don't get with, you know, over a foot and a half, two foot in length at best. So that gives them a fairly short strike range. Uh, Most strike ranges on snakes are less than half their body length, somewhere between a third and a half. Just wearing a pair of shoes or some short boots or you know even a pair of crocs could prevent a snake bite on your feet if you're out in the yard Uh, wearing leather gloves could help you prevent a snake bite on your hands if you're pulling weeds or something but the main thing is just being vigilant and being aware that snakes are out and they are moving like i said uh, the evenings and the nighttime if you're going out to do chores or to check on something or we're going out in the yard take a flashlight be watching in front of you be watching for movement stay away from structure or places that snakes might be hunting prey and just be watching around you be aware of your your surroundings like you said wear some shoes don't go out in your yard barefooted at night or the evening when you can't see what's around you a lot of copperhead bites are on the feet and the toes so be aware of that also know that snakes don't know city limit signs and don't know boundary lines you know they could be in downtown Fayetteville in a park or along a sidewalk or a building structure looking for prey just as easily as they could be around your house if you live out in the country so don't think if you live in town or in a subdivision you're exempt from snake bites or venomous snakes because they can be anywhere so I want everybody to be out be vigilant stay safe and uh, have a great week and uh, stay cool this weekend your headlines. Emergency crews say new technology led them to two missing hikers in a forest near Shell Knob earlier this week. Central Crossing Fire Protection District firefighters responded to the wilderness area with multiple personnel, canines, UTVs, 
and thermal drone resources. The missing hikers had been in the woods for six hours, but within 45 minutes, the K-9 team located and assisted the individuals back to trailhead. Firefighters acknowledged the SART OPPO software, 9-11 dispatchers, and everyone involved in the quick, successful event of recovering those shell knob hikers. And a new law in Arkansas now allows children under the age of 16 to have a public job that went into effect earlier this week on August 1st. It's Act 195, the Youth Hiring Act of 2023, is in place and will modify regulations when it comes to when people can enter the workforce. The law allows people younger than 16 to work in the state without needing an employment certificate and removes language that the child would no longer be required to verify proof of their age or get written consent from their parent or guardian as a condition of employment. And by way of reminder, we've talked about this before, but just again, the tax-free weekend in Arkansas is this Saturday and Sunday where certain items will be exempt from both state and local sales taxes, which means you'll essentially be saving about 6.5% on everything on the approved list, including clothing and footwear less than $100, clothing accessories and equipment less than $50, and most school supplies and electronic devices used to study. Cosmetics and jewelry are also on the list. Online orders will count as well, but they do have to be shipped to an Arkansas address. Those are your headlines. Good morning. Good morning to you. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan. Find them at ozarkjustice.com. Well, check this out. The, <laughs> what is this, BuzzFeed, I think, is where people are uh, putting together these lists of some of the most strange things found inside the homes of celebrities. How about this? Cheryl Crow has traditional death masks that were created after the person passed away. She has William McKinley and William Howard Taft death masks hanging up in her home. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. lives in a 19th century windmill. It's a converted windmill. No, not like the ones going up in Green Forest. No, this is not like those. Uh, (laughs) Rain Wilson... Right, that was uh, Dwight on The Office. He has a pig farm and barn and collectible gas station art, including Mobile's Pegasus logo with bullet holes in it. Okay, interesting. Casey Musgraves has a joint from Willie Nelson in a frame. Okay. Let's see here. Zed, the singer, has a Skittles dispenser that's the size of a vending machine. Big time Skittles fan. SNL's Chloe Fineman has a wig collection that she keeps in her oven. Just a few of the really strange things that you could find inside a celebrity's home. How about that? That's according to BuzzFeed. There's a complete list if you are interested there at the BuzzFeed website. All right. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. 
rate us whatever you can because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.